Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. If you're a sports fan, uh, and a tennis fan in particular, uh, you paid close attention to what was going on, of course, over the past weekend. Even if you're a, a passive tennis fan, you know, don't watch it all the time, uh, there are certain events that you do pay attention to. Wimbledon, of course, is one, and the U.S. Open, uh, and uh, because the stars are all there. I, I mean, I know they have the Rogers Cup and everything that's going on here in Toronto, in the Toronto area, but but you, you this, these are the granddaddies, right, the ones, the big ones. Uh, and uh, obviously the competition is intense, as it is every year, and there's always a concern about who's going to win this thing. And, well, when it comes to the women's side, of course, more often than not, the conversation uh, tends to circle around Serena Williams, uh, one of the greatest athletes in the world, obviously, who dominates uh, women's tennis time and time again. Well, she made it to the final, of course, which was held on Saturday at Flushing Meadows, uh, but it did not go well. Uh, a series of uh, calls against Serena Williams on Saturday during the women's final of the U.S. Open. Uh, she was playing uh, Naomi Osaka from uh, Japan, uh, provoking a heating debate among athletes, fans, commentators, and celebrities about gender equality, chauvinism, and fair treatments. Uh, it's, it's very difficult unless you've seen the clip, and I know a lot of you have because it's gone crazy on social media uh, over the last 48 hours or so. But uh, it involved... What she thought was, uh, in her characterization, uh, sexism and uh, misogynist activity uh, and even racism uh, by the umpire who was making calls, the line calls at the time. Uh, It's not unusual to see this in tennis. We know this if you followed tennis over the years. As a matter of fact, there are some people, some of the greats in in tennis, in in professional tennis, uh, are known just as much for their tamper tantrums and their rants as they are for their ability on the tennis court. Uh, John McEnroe, Jimmy Connors, I mean, there's a whole long list of them. Amelia Nastasia, you can write down the list. Uh, but uh, and, and it's unusual to, to see the, the, the referees, the judges, the officials uh, react in an adverse way. Of course, like as in every sport, there are rules that need to be followed, and there are penalties for those that don't follow those rules. And that was the case in this particular situation. And uh, it got to a, a point of frustration, I guess severe frustration, uh, with Serena Williams, and uh, she had this confrontation finally with uh, the umpire on the line. You need to, you need to, you owe me an apology. You owe me an apology. I have never cheated in my life. I have a daughter, and I stand what's right for her, and I've never cheated. And you owe me an apology. Uh, that was just a brief part of the uh, the exchange that occurred. Uh, she was fined $17,000 U.S., for three code violations by uh, the official, who was Carlos Ramos, uh, during her 6-2-6-4 loss to Naomi Osaki. Uh, she was accused of getting coaching signals. Uh, in anger, she broke her racket, which cost her another point. And finally, her reference to the umpire as a thief cost her one of the games. Uh, now, here's where it gets a little complicated, I guess, in some people's minds anyway. Uh, the assertion here is not that she did something, uh, she never did anything wrong. The, the, the violations are pretty obvious. We know that. But it's the idea of a double standard, the concern about double standard that, that really seemed to take people aback. That uh, the assertion by a number of people uh, suggesting that, uh, look, at, if that were our man that was doing that, there probably would have been warnings. Yeah, there might have been fines, but you don't award a game to the opponent in situations like that. Uh, that's their assertion, and that's where the uh, the accusations about sexism, racism come into play. Joining us to talk about this is George Belshaw, who is a sports journalist with Metro UK, uh, joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. George, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. 
Thanks a lot for having me. What time is it over there? It uh, is uh, 10.40 in the morning here now in, in our time. Okay. I appreciate you joining okay. us from the UK today. Give me, give me your perspective on what you watched on Saturday, George, with, uh, with Serena Williams. Yeah, so, I mean, it's obviously a pretty uh, unusual scene for a Grand Slam final. It's uh, not one we'll forget quickly. Um, so, basically, uh, from my perspective, you know, Carlos Ramos has given her a code violation for coaching uh, and a fair kind of code violation. Uh, her coach has kind of admitted uh, to coaching after the match, and you can clearly see him kind of making the symbol. Um Serena's taken that kind of coaching violation quite personally. Um, she's kind of said, you know, I would rather uh, lose than cheat to win. Um, but to be honest, you know, a coaching violation, in my opinion, doesn't necessarily mean you are cheating. You know, it, it, he's calling the coach, if anything, rather than Serena. Well, it doesn't really matter if she saw the uh, attempt to coach or not. But yeah, from there, um, it all kind of got a bit out of hand when she got a second code violation for racket smashing. Um, and, you know, there's no disputing that code violation. And once you've had two code violations, that's a point penalty. And then once you've had that point penalty, she's seen a red myth really descend. Uh, and then she's accused the umpire of being a, a liar and a thief, um, which, you know, is clearly verbal abuse under the laws written in tennis, which are, you know, you can't question a umpire's kind of integrity to the game. So I, I think all three code violations were right from the umpire. I think he was within his rights to give them out. Um, I think Serena's overreacted to the situation. Um, the reasons for that overreaction could be many. Um, I'm not here to kind of slam her character or whatever, but I do think she was wrong in this situation or took it the wrong way. Um, and I, I do feel very sorry for Carlos Ramos, who's getting his name dragged through the dirt a bit on all of this. Well, what about the accusations, though? I, I don't know that a whole lot of people, if I'm just watching what was going on on social media after the the, the incident on Saturday, George, and uh, I, I didn't see too many people defending Serena's actions. Uh, you know, even as a matter of fact, as you mentioned, the coach even admitted, yes, I was trying to coach, and Serena's assertion is that she didn't see that. Well, that doesn't mean that it still didn't happen. Uh, and those are all violations. But her, her argument, where I guess she lost it, uh, wasn't so much about the, what she did; it was the way that the the official responded to this. And and her assertion, of course, is: look at if if this was men's tennis instead of women's tennis, uh, it would have been a totally different scenario. All the years you've been watching and covering it, right? That is 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 that a fair assessment? I, I honestly don't think so. In this particular scenario, um, you know, she probably could make that accusation that a lot of other umpires out there. Um, but Carlos Ramos, to me, is probably the most consistent disciplinarian umpire out there. He kind of follows the uh, rules to the letter of the law. He, um, you know, he's called out guys like Nadal, Djokovic, Murray, uh, all on the same kind of offences that Serena faced in that match. I think you know Serena has to look pretty hard at herself, um, and I, I hope she watches this all back and does eventually apologise and issue a public apology to Ramos over this um, because. Uh, I don't see how she can genuinely argue that she wasn't out of line on three kind of separate occasions or, you know, she was right to be faulted on three separate occasions. She's taken it the wrong way, taken it very personally, escalated the situation. Um, and I genuinely think Ramos would have done the same for any male player or female. I'm wondering, and this is hindsight now when I'm looking at some of the reaction, 
Uh, if this was a tipping point for something that had been brewing under, not just with Serena, but for others. And I'll reference one of the tweets from Billie Jean King, of course, the brilliant tennis player uh, and Hall of Famer, who says, when a woman is emotional, she is, quote-unquote, hysterical, and she's penalized for it. Uh, and then she says, when a man does the same, he is, quote-unquote, outspoken, and there are no repercussions. Uh, that's her assertion. And, and I'm wondering if this is if this is just a, an explosion of, of uh, an undercurrent of of uh, the double standard that maybe women have been feeling about tennis and, and umpiring for quite some time now. Yeah, I mean, it's very, very possible. And I, I would say the one good thing from this kind of whole debate is that people are re-examining umpire standards. They are kind of looking at how um, these violations are uh, given out from umpire to umpire. And it's clear there's a lack of consistency, particularly in the coaching rule, you know, the, there's so much coaching going on on the tour constantly. It is quite hard to catch. It is kind of randomly applied in a lot of cases. Um, but I, I do think Serena and, and Billie Jean King, to be honest, uh, might be kind of blinded by this agenda of equality and uh, kind of pushing women's rights on this sort of issue within tennis. Because to me, Carlos Ramos, I've seen every single incident he's been involved in of this kind of nature before. And he reacted in the same sort of way, man or female. He is, as I've said before, you know, he is black and white kind of umpire. He literally sees the rules, applies them. There's no kind of leeway. He's not so fond of the kind of soft warnings and stuff like that. And, and Serena's known Carlos Ramos for many, many years. You know, his, his kind of umpiring style shouldn't have come as a surprise to her. Um, and, I, and that's why I think it's kind of, very surprising in all of this um, is that she wouldn't have expected Ramos to kind of call these code violations out because that she's been umpired by him before. All the top guys on the tour have. He's been there a long time. He's an experienced umpire. He's been at every single Grand Slam final. Um, so I, I think regardless of whether you know, there's a, there is an underlying issue in tennis, and there certainly is in general with sexism, um, it, it didn't apply here. And whether that tainted her reaction or whatever in the wrong way, I think it's actually damaging her cause now because it's so blatantly clear to those who know the game well who, you know, watch the same umpire a lot of the time that this incident in isolation was not sexist. And, and again, to your point, I mean, this is not the first time that, that uh, accusations of sexism in tennis have have surfaced. I mean, it's it's been something that's been there, and uh, some of the comments from some of the the, the men's side over the last couple of years uh, seem to have inflamed that once again. And I'm, obviously, this seemed to be a tipping point in this situation. But even some of the men who have responded, and and I'm interested, by the way, that uh, I'm, I'm uh, I was just as struck by the number of people that didn't bother to, or who I thought may have commented on this. Uh, but they suggested that what started this whole thing, of course, was the uh, the accusation about coaching, uh, which turns out to be true. Uh, but many of the people I saw on social media, former players and current players, said, you know what, uh, a soft warning would have been more appropriate than simply to, to penalize at that stage. And uh, and many of them said when we were accused of the same thing, that's what we got. And they were surprised, notwithstanding how, how black and white you mentioned that, uh, that Ramos is in this situation, that he went to the extreme part of that penalty instead of the warning at first. Yeah, and this is this is what I mean about the kind of application of the coaching rule. Um, I think Ramos's problem is not every other umpire applies his standards, his kind of fundamentalist view of tennis laws um, to the game and applying it. So, you know, to players like Serena and all these kind of ex-players who are coming out like this, 
Um, and a lot of these guys have had bust-ups with Ramos in the past. I mean, you, you don't have to search too hard to see kind of Djokovic having a go at him or Nadal or Murray calling him a stupid umpire at one point in his career. Um, you know, this sort of clash isn't that common. But in Ramos's defense, I would say to him, I would say, you know, he's probably applying the rules more honestly than a lot of other umpires are. And the discrepancies between the two are the big kind of problem. You know, they've created a kind of softer atmosphere that, you know, when this sort of call does happen, Serena, she took it so personally. You know, a lot of umpires are very, very reticent to call out the very big players, the very big names, uh, call them out when they are doing something wrong or their team's doing something wrong on court. That, I don't think we should be blaming Ramos for actually doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? I think it's more the other guys who've kind of created a softer atmosphere outside and then they've left the one guy who's maybe applying it fairly. So we need consistency across the board. I think that's what should come from this. Um, and that's clearer rulings. And maybe some people are kind of saying coaching should be scrapped completely. I'm not sure I agree with that um, because, you know, a lot of guys on the tour can't afford to have a full-time coach, for example. So it seems a big advantage to me to give, say, the world top 100 coaches but not the guys beyond that you know that's kind of an extra advantage they can get um so i i think or maybe a kind of video referee could work where you have a a, an umpire off the court who's watching a video of the coaching boxes who can say to ramos or any other umpire okay coaching is going on right now we can see it on our video screen that might be a fairer way to kind of screen it um but it's pretty clear that that rule needs a lot of clarifying and the umpires need to start applying it in the same way uh, so the players just get used to it because it's, it's clear she just reacted to a situation she's not used to. But but you mentioned, and you talked about some of the men who have been uh, known for their tempers, uh, Jokovic and, and even Andy Murray. Uh, were any of them penalized a game uh, because of that? Because that seems to be the uh, the foundation for the discrepancy here, saying, look, I, we don't remember any of the big man, male stars ever getting penalized to this extent, yet Serena seemed to be the focus of a, yes, or a Saturday. Okay, so, I mean... The men, uh, to my knowledge, I don't remember Murray or Djokovic ever being given a game penalty or whatever um, from Ramos. But what I would say in their defense is normally when this sort of thing escalates, it stops straight after. You know, there's a, there's a good video that's going around of Djokovic being uh, handed a verbal abuse violation for swearing in Serbian. Uh, Djokovic goes up to the chair and kind of questions this and he does kind of rant at Carlos Ramos like Serena Williams does. But he, he doesn't go as far as to say, you're a thief, you're a liar. You know, he questions the call, but he doesn't make it a personal attack on Carlos Ramos. And that's where this situation is very, very different. You know, Serena's behavior is kind of indefensible in a lot of ways. Any other sport, if you're going up to an umpire, or certainly any other sport in the UK here, we, if you go up to a, an umpire or an official or a referee and attack their character, call them a liar, call them a cheat, essentially, call them a thief, then you're going to be in a, a hotbed of water and no one would say two things about it. I, I, I just don't really see... I've never seen anyone on a tennis court call an umpire a thief like that. I don't think there's a record of anyone calling them that. So that's why this situation is so different. Um, and just in general, you know, the guys haven't picked up three code violations. They might get one violation for verbal abuse, but they generally then switch back onto the match, don't let it affect them and get on with it. And Serena didn't let it go. She kept pushing and pushing. 
I just think Ramos is absolutely right in this situation. Well, the uh, court of public opinion seems to be pretty much split about uh, whether or not Serena was a victim in this situation. But I got to tell you, uh, the, the way I look at this, George, I think the one person I really do feel sorry for here is Naomi Osaki. Uh, who is a, a woman's champion and, and probably had a great tournament. And uh, uh, that was totally overshadowed, obviously, by the incident that occurred. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And I think everyone who's kind of watching on from this scenario agrees too. You know, we should be celebrating this historic moment. The first player from Japan, man or woman, to win a Grand Slam. You know, she's a 20-year-old girl. She's gone out, beaten the world's greatest uh, tennis player in many many people's minds ever to have played um so you know it, it, we should be looking at this as a brilliant brilliant achievement she played a brilliant match she took serena apart in many ways um which may have been an extra kind of contributing factor to williams getting so riled up you know there's a lot of pressure on her shoulders chasing margaret court's records and you know all that sort of thing so yeah i i think you're absolutely right we should be trying to shift the focus back on Osaka, um, but I do also think we need some form of apology from Serena Williams and better responses from the tennis authorities who have been pretty weak on the situation so far. Absolutely. George, a pleasure having you on the program today. Thank you so much for the time. No problem, anytime. Take care. George Belshaw, sports journalist with Metro K over in the UK. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.